Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Let's open our Bible to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 32 and 33. Deuteronomy 5, 32 and 33. Deuteronomy 5, 32 and 33. Deuteronomy 5, 32, 33. I'll read. You shall observe to do therefore as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Verse 33. You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you that you may live and that it may be well with you and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. Allow me to read in the NIV version that was the King James. So be careful to do what the Lord your God has commanded you. Do not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live, you may prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. Today we finish the sermon series one step at a time. I have simply titled today's sermon Desiring Long Life in the Lord. We've talked about walking in obedience. We've talked about the benefit of life. We've talked about the benefit of prosperity. Today we are talking about the benefit of long life in the Lord. But do we really desire a long life? Guys, when, we, when you hear Methuselah in the Bible, what do you think about? Methuselah. Huh? Long life. What do you remember? Because one of the things that really bothers me is Methuselah lived to 969 years. How many by show of hand would want to live for 900, already, already shaking her head, 969 years? 900? Ah, there's one, thank you. 800? 700? Ah, 700 could have a new month. 500? 300? 100? Ah, 50? I am 150. But I've always wondered, how was it? How did this guy look at 969? How did he look at 50? Was there any difference? Adam, the Bible says he lived to 900 and something, I think 950 or something, that it, some, something around, around that. How did he look at 950? Did he have white hair? I've always wondered. Methuselah, if you know, allow me to read this quickly. Methuselah is the son of Enoch, father of Lamech, and the grandfather of Noah. Enoch, the Bible says, lived to 365 years. 365. Like he was given a year for every day of the year. That makes sense. A year for every day. 
365. His son lived for 960 something. And then the sons after that also lived for long. Noah lived for I think 940 something, probably in 50. These guys lived for long. But as you think about that, one of the things that I find very strange is we have guys who have lived for long even today. There's a guy called Mze Julius Wanyondu Katonga. The newspaper called him arguably the Kenya's oldest man as of Sunday, 18th of August, 2019. He celebrated, guess this, or get this, 135. This was last year in August. And he was in the presence of his children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, neighbors and friends in Watuanyeri County. Tunawajua, I'm not pointing fingers. Katonga was born in 1884. This guy is so 1800s, he's seen the 1900s, and he's lived in the 20s. Surprisingly, the family claim that Mr. Katonga is still very strong, walks without using a walking stick, and he's said to be grateful to God, as he can still see very clearly, he hears very well, despite his old age. Liotukua na equality, Mama Kalin Zuki Zomi, Mlashi na from Machakos County, was born in, guess this, get this, 1890. This made her 129 years old in April of 2019. And arguably the oldest woman alive in Kenya there. She has been a widow, this is sad, for the past 68 years. Blessed with seven kids, three of which are still alive. Her children say that all that the secret is behind her long life is, get this, her devotion to God. It is actually said that every time she prepares food, you know the way you cook, she always leaves a plate of some food for God. She had a devotion to God like nothing else. According to numerous health experts, uh, health experts, long life is hindered by the following. I'm just any expert. This is not scripture. This is not me. This is not Fred. This is not Nairobi Chapel and Makasi. This is not Nairobi Chapel. Health experts. Number one, overeating. Studies of human populations renowned for longevity observe links between low calorie intake and extended lifespan, overeating. Number two, lack of eating plenty of healthy plant foods, plant foods, boga, vegetarians. Any vegetarians in the house? We'll talk to you after the service. Lack of staying, this one is my physically active. Last week I shared the way I'm struggling, climbing upstairs, squeezy. I know I look fit, amen, but Niko off. Hallelujah. Physically active, Lack, oh, not lack of, 
This is just smoking. Smoking is strongly linked to diseases and early death. It actually makes you lose up to 10 years of life. Experts on the Heavy alcohol intake. Hey, Christmas and New Year. Heavy alcohol consumption is linked to liver, heart, pancreatic diseases. Here to Nigeria. Early death. Here's an interesting one. Lack of happiness. How many are happy in God's house today? Happy? Good, good. Happy individuals have a 3% reduction in early death. Hey, early, early. Hey, let's check it. Chronic stress and anxiety. Chronic stress. Lack of faith. This word, conscientiousness. Is that how we say it? Anyway, let me explain. This refers to a person's ability to be self-disciplined, organized, efficient, goal-oriented. Imagine, lack of that. It's not good for you. Lack of a good sleeping pattern. How many had a good night's sleep last night? Easy, Georgie. It is said that if we follow all of this well, the experts say, your life expectancy or the length of your life goes up. That's what they say. In Kenya today, our mean life expectancy, you say to be how many? How much? How, how, who knows the life expectancy of Kenya today? Who can leakage? We are up on the air on the leakage. What's the mean, guys? 17, huh? 57. Any, any other numbers? The mean is 65 years of age. The male is said to be at 63, the female at 66. So, come on, shall go to that. That's what they say. So, living like Mzegatonga and Mzoma to 135 and 129 years, respectively, is huge. What's interesting is the fact that when you ask many today on whether they want to live for many years, and I mean many years, the answer is a resounding no. I have asked this question in so many spaces. Even young guys in high school, how long do you want to live? Ah, not long. Guys in their 50s, how long do you, want, do you want to still have? Not so much. They give reasons based on the all they've seen in our society. The frail, the helpless. They don't have anyone to look after them. They also add the hard living conditions to the list, followed by maybe a lack of preparation for the retirement stage of life, which makes life very difficult for us. With all this said, my big question today is this. Is long life then a blessing or a curse from God? If God promises that I will bless you with long life, and yet what we even hope for is not long life, then what is this blessing all about? Is it a curse in disguise or meaning in the left? Genesis chapter 25, verse 7 and 8, allow me to read, tells us that Abraham lived 175 years. 
Then he breathed his last and died, get this, at a good old age. It continues, an old man and full of years. And he was gathered to his people. Abraham age, Abraham's age has been described as good. 175 years old, good. One scholar puts it as this, it lacked the inconveniences and disadvantages with which old age generally is. And his distinction with the rest of the old was that his life was full. He had lived a full life. Full. Is that your testimony? Have you lived a full life even as of today? Would you say you have lived a full life? A complete life, a satisfactory one. I read another one. Genesis 35, 28, 29 tells us this. Isaac lived 180 years. Then he breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people. Get this? Old and full of years. Then his hands buried him. Read another one. Deuteronomy 34 7. Moses was 120 years old when he died. Yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. This guy died like really, really still looking good. Job 42 16 and 17. After all of Job's encounters, Job lived 140 years. You know Job's story, right? How he lost everything. He had a beautiful home. The Bible calls him one of the richest men in the East. But after his life, he died 140 years. He saw his children. This is what I like about this verse. Their children to the fourth generation. Fourth, not second. Mimi Saida on Aini first. He saw to the fourth generation. And the Bible continues. And so he died, an old man, full of years. Full of years. I think we get the drift now. This man died really old and full of life. They died opposite to what we've nowadays come to see and know. Which is, you're not happy, you're tired, your eyesight is gone. You have a thousand and one regrets, regrets, you don't have enough money, and the list goes on and on and on and on. The one thing in common in all these people is that they each knew and loved the Lord intimately. Abraham was the father of our faith. Isaac lived in the fear and love of God like his father. Moses saw God. Remember in the mountain, declare the Ten Commandments. God actually wrote the commandments and gave them to him the first time. Job was so into God that the Bible called him perfect, upright, one that feared God and hated all evil. Could we then say that their long life on this earth was a fluke? Or did God actually bless them with it? 
Is long life a blessing or is it a curse? How do you view it? When you see your own guka, old shosho, your nephews or your, your, your aunties and your uncles, what do you think about? You think, ah, he, umunga memlaani. There's times you talk like that. I may go, kasi munga mchukwetu. Old life, apana. And I understand, sometimes they are sick at that point. But where is your mind when it comes to long life? The word of God actually informs us about this long life. It goes ahead to even give us the things that we mustn't do in case we decide we desire it. Deuteronomy 440 informs us to keep God's decrees and commands so that it may go well with us. Not only us, our children after us, that we may live long in the land our God gives us for all time. Keep his commands. That it may go well not just with you, this we talked about last week, but your children after you as well. But not just that, that you might live long in the land I give to you. Psalms 91.16 tells us, because you love me with long life, you know the song, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. It doesn't say with long prosperity, with long, with long, I love with long, long material things, long life, I will satisfy you. Then show you my salvation. Long life. Psalms 92, 14. The righteous will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green. They will be healthy and they will flourish in their old age. That's the word of God. See me? Proverbs 3, 1 and 2 reminds us not to forget God's teaching. Never forget it. But keep his commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life. And many years bring you peace and prosperity. Do not forget God's teaching. Keep his commands in your heart. They will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Many years. Proverbs 9.11 Through God's wisdom, our days will be many. Through God's wisdom. Translation, through God's word. Through us being obedient to him. Walking with him. Turning left when he says left. Turning right when he says right. Our days will be many as a result. When they are many, years also, the Bible continues to say, will be added to our life. Guys, the fear of God, we must understand, his laws, his teachings, gives us life. Life and long life is not a curse from God for you. He desires that you live long in this life. Live long in his light, not yours. In his will, in his purpose for you. 
What is your heart's desire as concerns your life? Because he's the one who's numbered, numbered your days. See, you cannot control the amount of days you're going to live in this earth. He has numbered it. And so if he's numbered it and declared that I, des I desire a long life for you, how come some of us then desire less? We want to do our own thing and then be on our way to the next place that he has for us. The fear of God, his laws, his teaching, his commands will give us life. They will add life to our ears. They will allow us to live full lives. Will help us to have good lives. This doesn't mean absence of trouble. Doesn't mean that. We are just promised long life and life to our ears. Why? Because he is with us. We are obeying him. We are walking with him to Konayen. Once he is with us, things should be fine. You know they're not fine. He carries us through. He's the God of the mountains and God of the valleys. The more we align ourselves with Him, the more power to serve. The seas might be shaking on this side, but because He's in the boat, to go to He asks every time. So where is your faith? If you believe I'm with you, then what is the issue? God desires a long life for you and I, guys. Allow me to read some more. Proverbs 10 27 warns now that the fear of the Lord adds length to life. You to me, say, But, here we go. The years of the wicked are cut short. The years of the wicked are cut short. How are they cut short? What is this wickedness God is talking about? We know it, Proverbs 16 22. Understanding is a fountain of life given to the prudent, but folly brings punishment. Scare your devil. Wickedness, life in a katiwa short. Folly, foolishness, brings punishment. In the life same to fools. When the book of Proverbs talks about foolishness or fools, it talks about those amongst us who have decided not to follow the Lord. Those who have decided, ah, this God business in Ezekiel, Mimi, I'm my own God, I'm my own king. I do what I want when I want. How I want with who I want. When God comes in to say, left, right, or center, you're like, ah, Mimi, I know exactly what I'm doing with my life. God to Takutana Sunday in church, or never, anyway. Those are who the book of Proverbs in Aita. See, Mimi, see, after service, see, Mimi. Deuteronomy 25 15 warns that we must have accurate and honest weights and measures. So that we may live long, so that we may live long in the land the Lord our God is giving us. Translation, God demands honesty in all your dealings. He demands honesty in your business. He demands honesty in how you speak to others. Are you honest with the dealings that you are having today? If you want a long life, I beg you, be honest. If you have if you if you hired workers, pay them on time. God says he hates that. Don't do dodgy deals on the side and then come and say, Thank you, Jesus. He demands honesty in all our dealings. What's he asked this morning?
First Peter three ten warns that whoever loves life and the seeing of good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. The tongue, the book of James says, is a fire that cannot be quenched. Mortal. Has somebody ever looked at your computer? This is this is the outfit you saw for today. And it messes up your whole day. The tongue. That teacher that told you in class four or five that you will never be anything. You still remember that. The tongue, the parent that is on your you still remember. The tongue is a fire. For you to live long, God is asking us. He's not even forcing you. He's telling you just watch your tongue. Don't allow deceit to come out of it. Don't allow wrong to come out of your tongue. How's your tongue this morning? Is your tongue being kept from evil? Is your lips beyond deceitful speech? If you want to live long in the Lord, in the goodness of who he is, watch your tongue. Ephesians 6, this is a tough one. 2 3 informs us that to honor, that is to give respect to our father and mother, which is the first, first commandment, commandment of the promise. Why? So that it might go well with us and that we might enjoy long life on earth. I can imagine if your parent was never there for you or spoke ill of you or never supported you in your dreams. And God is there telling us, for you to enjoy, to have, to behold this long life, you must respect them. Hey, that is tough. But God says, one step at a time. One step at a time. If you're disrespecting your folks, whatever it is they did, you're dishonoring them. You're doing what is against the word of God. And so he may choose not to bless you with life. What are you choosing to do today? If you're in that space, I beg you by the mercies of God to find the one step. One. It's just one. See me? Just find that one step to respect me. Then the second. Then the third. And then the Lord will help you as you continue. I beg you. If you want to enjoy good life, do that. Somebody said when the bonds of family life break up, when respect for parents fails, the community becomes decadent and will not live long. Not following the Lord and his laws will cut short our life. It makes the years we live on earth unbearable. It may look okay on the outside, but deep down, you and I know that we are not okay. Do not have rest, no joy, no peace, no goodness from God. We must understand that now that because of grace, we can get to old age quite easy. We have many, we've seen them, who are in their 80s, 90s, and seriously disrespect God, have no clue who he is and don't care anyway. But it is God's grace. God has told us in the New Testament, not the old, the new, that it is not my joy to see my children go into damnation. It is not his joy. And so because of grace, he will give you all the time in the world. 
in a long time. God expects, after all of that, He still expects righteousness from us. Proverbs 16:31 tells us that the gray head is a crown of glory if it be found in the way of righteousness. I urge you by the mercies of God, I beg you to be in obedience to God. I beg you, do not get to your old age and still disobedient. It is one of the worst things that can happen to us. Because you will have not only messed yourself up, but the generations after you. Remember we said prosperity is in line with the generations after us. We will be judged by the people we leave behind. We will be judged by our children, by their children's children. Goka did this, Goka obeyed. Because Goka obeyed, now look at us. Because Noah obeyed, because Methuselah obeyed, their lineage speaks for itself. I actually have a feeling that one of the reasons these guys live for long, especially the Noahs, the Adams, the Methuselahs, is because they were in line with Christ. They followed the Lord. They loved him. They listened to him. They were in line with him. If you really want your children to be obedient to God, it is not in bringing them to Sunday school only. It is not in reading the scriptures with them only. It is not in teaching them to obey. It is in them seeing you obeying the Lord. It is in them seeing you as a testimony. I remember seeing Daddy obeying. Can you imagine the conversation between Abraham and Isaac after he almost killed him? When he was now telling him, Kijana, I was doing that in obeying God. Those kinds of conversations, when your children see your obedience, when your nephews, nieces, cousins see your obedience, that is the most powerful. God says that if they see the good works in you, that is when they glorify the Father in heaven. What's your testimony going to be, guys? But I must finish with this one. This is what I must finish with. John 3.16, the famous Sunday school memory verse. For God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Like we said last week, our life should not end here. God's desire for you and I is not just for here. He wants you to enjoy everlasting life. Christ's definition of life goes beyond this one. That is why it will never matter if you receive the Lord and you are taken before your time, the rest of us see um, like the time that you are taken is not something we agree with. It doesn't matter. As long as you're in Him, you have everlasting life. If you know, love, and follow the Lord, the, God, the promise we have from Jehovah is you and I will live forever. That is the one that we need to be looking at. The problem is, we want to live this everlasting life here and now. Leo, not next week, not in eternity, upper. Ah, me, I want to live there, I want to enjoy this, I want to do this, I want my full life now. 
That will never happen. The world, the Bible says, will end. All of the things we see is Paisha. Where will your heart be? Where will you spend your eternal life? Guys, I came to tell us this day, this month, one of the things we need to understand is long life is not a curse. It will never be a curse. The world is trying to teach us that it is. I beg you, desire it. Desire it for one reason and one reason only, to glorify the Lord. For you to shine. Can you imagine Abraham at 170 still giving glory to God? Moses was still giving the decrees of God in 105, 106, 107. He was still teaching guys the word of God. God wants you to live a long life for his glory, not for yours, not for mine. And so I beg you, desire it for yourself, not just this year, but for the rest of your life. Teach it to your children. Teach it to your nephews, nieces, your cousins. Teach them the blessedness of long life. Because he, desired, he desires it for everyone. Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Trubani House on Shriji Road off Airport North Road.